part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here, Mikey Meatballs behind the glass, Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and with me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Yes, yes. Our second show of the week, we're going to preview the World Series. We're going to give out our picks, our prop picks, our MVP selections. Oh, and our good friend, brave superfan, Sarah Tiana, will be on. We're going to see. Maybe she'll even watch tonight. I don't know. She gets she gets so crazy with these games. I can't. I don't know. It's going to be a close series. Well, we'll get down to it. Um, lots of controversy, though. I want to start off. These guys pick games every day. Free picks, extrapoints.com. Check it out. And Polly Kid, you went out there and you made a claim that Harry was uh what since July, late July? What was his record? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Well, basically, if you remember, mm-hmm. Harry had a nice winning streak in like June. Don't maybe, remember that. Into Go July. Ahead. Maybe like 15 straight. Something incredible. It was great. Yeah. 18 to 20, 18 to 21. Since then, after another loss last night, he is now eleven and seventy-four. Wow. This extra points picks. And that is wow. not, we're not including Sharp Tank, uh, any of those other picks. We're just including just the his free extra picks points with the picks. videos. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. I feel like, and Harry's just spiraling out of control. And now he's got two best bets of the year, lose in a matter of seven days. He's doing his videos with the well, emoji heads now. I don't know. I, I kind of think like <laughs> think it's Halloween like, week. It's Halloween week. Harry, you did you win is? the last time you didn't you do this once before? Did you win with that emoji head before? Not it was in the last three months. He didn't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I went shirtless on that one. Thank God I didn't. I didn't go. To, <laughs> I didn't have the. I, I didn't have the audacity to to, to go shirtless in this one. You know, last night. Right. Last night's was rough too. Time Come to get on. back in the hot tub, Harry. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe submerge yourself for good. It was a boring <laughs> Monday night football game. Saints won and didn't cover. Was it 13-10 final parlay, kid? Called Metcalf first touchdown. What was that? Plus eight fifty. Good Plus job. Plus eight fifty. Right? Metcalf. I think. Uh, did we hit on the game? I know I had Seattle uh, getting the four and a half, but somebody I, I think went Harry, the other way. Harry had the, had the under. Right? I had the under actually. That was a good. Uh, call. That was good. All right, I had the Saints. Bry, you and I had the Saints. I mean, yeah. oh, that safety would have been fun at the end. Oh, oh my tough. gosh! How about well, Geno Smith? Three was... game-winning drives in uh, three. Ga- I mean, not that he completed them; he was zero for three. But three chances at game-winning drives. Well, in three it, starts. It's, it's funny, Sal, because I was up five points in fantasy, and my opponent had the Saints defense. So I was there was uh, almost there was almost funny. a pick six right there. But I was like, right. I, I kind of wanted. I wanted to cover for the bet, and then I was mm-hmm. like, shit, but if they score here on that pitch, that easily could have been a pick six. Um, right, for sure. I would have lost I, my fantasy. I had Kamara. Uh, I adjusted his receiving yes. odds, I think, to over 40. That was plus money. Man, oh, I, awesome. we could have reju- adjusted it to 100. I mean, that was uh, – I mean, he had eight receptions in the first half. Harry, you had the tight end tab over one and a half. You gave everybody a minus 170 winner. So that's good. That's a step in the right direction, I think. Um, a lot of talk about this Brady 600 touchdown ball. Mike Evans catches it. He screws up. He gives a milestone touchdown ball to a fan. And now um, they took it back. I don't know what they initially offered the fan, but the fan requested to play around the golf with Tom Brady. They were like, no, that ain't happening. So to make good, they gave him two signed jerseys, a helmet from Tom, a signed Mike Evans jersey, his game cleats. A thousand dollar credit at the Bucks store, a team store, t- two season tickets for the remainder of the season, and next, and then they threw in at the end a sixty three thousand dollar Bitcoin from Brady. Am I missing anything, Babyface? Is that it? I think that's it, right? Sixty three thousand dollars. Is it his Bitcoin, or are they just like, hey, just give this to him? It's like when you, when you go to a party, like, yeah, this is from all of us. I don't know. He has Bitcoin laying around the house, um, but <laughs> it made me think. What would you guys demand or ask for, if anything? I don't know. On one hand, it was his ball. He should get to keep it once it's handed to him. On the other hand, Jesus Christ, you're going to a game. Like, really? You have to be you have to be made a millionaire here because you got this ball that doesn't really belong to you. Harry, go ahead. What would you want? Uh, sure. I, listen, call me a scumbag. I'd want more money, a lot more money. Mm. And that's that. That's it. Harry's <laughs> learned at the at the foot of uh, one of the best. His friend and our friend, Ken, who I, I can only imagine what the hell 
He can would have, I want season tickets for the rest of my life. Tom Brady has to drive me to Aspen and then the airport and he has to compliment my $400 hair. <laughs> I have no idea what Ken would ask for in this situation. I think uh, as a football fan, I would just be like, I just, just take the ball. I don't, I don't, okay. Just don't, don't screw me in, in my bets and uh, don't screw me in fantasy Brady and get out of my way. Parla kid, what about you? Sal, I agree with that. Um, I don't, that's how I feel. I don't, I think I just would have given the ball. I don't think I would have thought about it again until maybe going online and see the, the other Darren, Darren Ravel of the, of the world saying, Oh, this kid, right. this, this guy, they got screwed. They should have gotten all this money. Come on. It's a football. You do the right thing. You give the ball back. And by the good graces of you doing that, hopefully good things come your way. Like maybe no, like season no. tickets or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, no, not no, asking for it, not asking for it. Come on. Give me a break. You can't, you, you can't do the whole good thing and pay it forward. None of that ever matters anymore. Bro, no. Brian. Well, I was going to say though, did they negotiate this after or did they, they actually give them the ball right away? Were they holding on to the ball? Until he took the ball, the, right? The, the they, security guard took the ball and uh, fist pumped them and everything. I think that was on camera, right? Is right. That what you're saying, right? Yeah. So I was just saying, like, you know, they gave them all this stuff anyway. Oh, yeah, after it, it. Yeah. I mean, what if they were just like, "Here's uh, two tickets to the next game"? No, you game? can't do it because of <laughs> the bad publicity that follows with it. Unless you got this guy has to become uh, Jeff. Bezos I guess. I guess so. I mean, I, yeah. I probably I would do the same thing, I think, as you guys. I'd probably in the end, I'd probably chicken out and get dog shit. Right. Um, but I, it would be cool probably just to ask, like, before one of the games to go on the field and have a catch with them or some shit like that. Yeah. Or start start running some patterns. That'd uh, be fun. No, I think that'd be fun. Our guy, Tony Romo, is taking some heat here. I, I don't know. It's just one writer from I, as far as I could tell from Yahoo, because, you know, they had the whole pre-negotiation part of it on camera and. Romo's like, oh, this guy, look at him. He could ask for the world here. Yeah, yeah, I want a date with Giselle. Get me a date with Giselle. Offhanded remark. Laugh, you know, everybody, Nance is laughing. Everybody's laughing about it. And someone writes an article like, this is wrong. This is bad for society. You can't see this. The women are can't be meant to be property. I was like, it was a joke. It was a goddamn joke. That's and if it was upset. the other way around, and if there was a prize package that Giselle was giving out for modeling, and some commentator said, oh, give me a date with your husband, Tom, everybody would just laugh it off and go on their merry way. But nope, those days are over, Parley Kid. I know we can't talk about this too much because we'll get canceled. <laughs> That'll be that. But Jesus Christ. Canceling, oh. trying to cancel Tony Romo? What is the world <laughs> coming to? Right. Come on. Exactly. Give me exactly. a break. Look at all the help he does for people in fantasy leagues through Corona that on the island on the phone. And you're going to cancel that guy? No, no. Not only, only Harry has done that. Only That's Harry. right. <laughs> uh, Harry did worse. He stalked him at a Halloween party. But we'll get to Halloween stuff later. We're going to want to pick our most overrated and underrated candy. Babyface Joel Salmon, do you have anything to say about this ball before we get get going here? I mean, I'm a huge Steelers fan, and I mean, since Tom spent years beating the Steelers and making them call his daddy, I, I would ask him to give me a mouth kiss, just like the rest of his kids. <laughs> nice. There you go. See, you know yeah. what? You're canceled, Joel. Pack your oh. bags. Leave Leave the meeting. You can't okay. say things like that. That's it. Well, uh, then I would want him to admit he cheated then. All right. But, hey, game one tonight. Astros, Braves are in Houston at the juice box. Rombo Valdez, Charlie Morton. Astros a minus 136 favorite. We'll get to the series. In a second, uh, just but for game one tonight, the over under is eight and a half. I'm going Astros. I'm a Valdez guy. I, I've bet him the last, I don't know how many times, probably his last seven or eight stat. Now, I had him with the, the Grand Slam um, outing too. That wasn't fun. But postseason, four and one, uh, 39 innings pitched, a whip of one, 15, 39 strikeouts. I think he can keep them at bay, the Braves. And as far as a prop goes for game one, Kyle Tucker. Will score a run. This is way high, guys. Plus 155. He bats sixth, so he has to have a plus by his name, I guess. But when you have Guriel and Chaz McCormick batting after you, seventh and eighth, it's not so bad. He scored a run in seven of the last nine games. 14 stolen bases this season. I think he led the league in triples in 2020. He gets on. He's fast. I love plus 155. Harry, jump in here. You like an Astros here, too. Problem. Yeah, plus Tucker, by the way, Sal, batting 375 in the playoffs. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take Carlos Correa at plus 130 to score a run uh, as well. He's got nine runs in 10 playoff games. He scored in the last three versus Boston and five of the last six in the playoffs. Ten of his last uh, 12 games he scored and eight and two scoring uh, 
a run in his last 10 home games. Uh, hmm. Carlos Correa, great uh, world. Uh, he's got World Series history, too. Uh, uh, experience. So at plus 130, I think that's a pretty good price as well for Correa to score a run. All right, Brian, let's keep the Astro love alive. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not sure how one once they, you know, once Valdez takes the mound, I don't know how hard I'll root for this cheating team, but I can't root for the Braves. What are you going with? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Alvarez to score a run. I do like a lot of these to score a run props, um, especially yeah. if you think there's going to be a bunch of runs in this series. Um, but yeah, man, I used to think Alvarez was one of those guys that you could get out in this lineup. I was never, never really feared him, but man, uh, all of a sudden she's in that, in that Red Sox series. He became like Barry Bonds. He was impossible to get out. Um, he scored, he scored in five straight games. He has seven runs in five games. I think he has nine hits in the last three games. So I think I think I would expect him to continue to be hot, um, especially put up good production at home as uh, as the DH. But I, I do like him here for to score a run. You can expect uh, a lot of runs, I think, too. I don't know. At least the trends tell us. Game one of the World Series, last 11, eight and three. The over has gone eight, uh, mm. hit eight times out of the last 11. Combined runs, 9.3. Astros this postseason are over eight and two, 11 combined runs. Um yeah, so that's what uh, that's where I'm going. All right, Parlay Kid, you're straying here. Going with uh, 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 Riley for a home run. Yeah, I'm going to take Riley. You know, Sal, there's, there's uh, two thoughts I have right here. I could go from uh, just to hit a home run today at plus 250. I don't really love that as much. I thought I liked it, but now I'm kind of wavering off it. So I'm going to go Riley first home run hmm. at plus 800, unless that's changed at plus 800. Riley, man, is there... What a super under. Harry doesn't like that. Harry's making noises. He already doesn't like it. I got the ooh out of him. My gosh, you are right, Harry. I could hit. I could hit. Dude. Yeah, look, I, I am <laughs> on. I'm on. I'm willing to risk now, like taking these. Like I'm on such a nice run. I think I deserve to take a long shot here, where uh, I don't have to feel the pressure of making an mm-hmm. awesome pick. I'm, so I'm gonna keep roll. I'm gonna roll the dice on just a big one, Riley. What a super bat. Is there? This kid is young. If this kid was in New York, forget it. Like he's mm-hmm. sitting in Atlanta. He doesn't get as much publicity as he should. Fantastic yep. player, great power. Uh, I think he takes advantage of this stadium. And uh, maybe he gets one early here, and I don't have to sweat this out. But let's go first home run. It gives him a chance maybe not, not to have to worry about uh, hitting one in his first at bat. Maybe he gets one in his second and third today, Sal. Take him at plus right. 800. You know, I, there will, you go. I will say they uh, Fanduel has some good props though for like player to hit most home runs or most RBIs for the whole series. They have some the good series. ones out there too. Yes, Fanduel.com slash against all odds. Get all your uh, betting needs taken care of there. Yeah, I was just trying to look at home run. Who is the favorite to hit the first home run? Is it it's, uh, Alvarez? I'm trying to think. Where is? I know I look at this and it, it might be right. The favorite is Al- Alvarez and Solera plus seven fifty. They are the uh, favorite. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. All right, I, but it's okay. all bunched up. Albies and Riley are eight to one. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So now uh, the World Series Astros were minus one fifty four favorites down to one fifty. I'm going Strohs in six plus four twenty. I just think they keep it going. They roll it. You know, I know everyone's on a roll here. You can't say the Braves on a roll, but the Braves. I won't take anything away from them, but they beat up on a a beat up Dodgers mm. team injury wise. So they kind of got lucky. Um, the Astros, meanwhile, if they could. They took had a little momentum taken away from them. Last three games of the ALCS, 23 runs scored, three allowed, 303 batting average, opponent batting average, 111. Um, and it seems rudimentary, but I'm thinking the long ball could be the difference. It usually isn't in October, but so far, and this would make sense, the team who was out homer, the other team, is 20 and one. Uh, last year, 25 and five. In the playoffs, I think Astros have the advantage there. Alvarez, Correa, Tucker already has four. Mm. Got 100 out of those three for the regular season. Altuve, even though he's batting 200 in the playoffs, has three home runs. So I think he comes alive in this series. Astros in six is plus 420 or take him minus 154. And all three of you are against me, Harry. You're going back to your old favorite team. Yeah, my old favorite team. I'm taking the Braves. Look, uh, I got solid pitching here out of Morton Freed. Both had 14. Uh, 14 wins this season, uh, two solid starters to go up against the Astros hitters who have been fantastic in the playoffs right now. But Ronald Acuna Jr., nobody, when he went down, nobody, nobody gave the Braves a chance to to even make the playoffs, let alone the World Series. They did it. They closed the season winning 12 of 14, including sweeping 
the Phillies when Philadelphia still had a chance for the division. Uh, Rosario, Freeman, Peterson all have three home runs in the playoffs this season. Uh, Braves, why not? Let's go against the cheaters. Let's take the Braves and uh, get a first championship in quite some time. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the Astros are doing this so far, as far as we can tell. They haven't even cheated. Wait till they start cheating. Mm. Then they're going to just crush everyone, brother Brian. I know. This, uh, this I don't know. To me, it could be a, a pick against the Astros for me. But, uh, God, I hope the Astros don't win this one. So um, I do think this could be the Braves' year, though. Um, they're just a really well-rounded team. Their lineup is really underrated. It's funny. When you go through and you're like, you know, you go to Albies, Freeman, Riley, Solaire being back. And then like, you know, that's not even Rosario by far was their best player in the last series, mm-hmm. too. And then I think their starting their starting pitching is better, especially that McCullers is out. Uh, the Braves bullpen has been great. Minter kind of looks like how he used to look a few years ago. Smith has been really good in the playoffs. Um, so I think they just have a little bit of an advantage or decent advantage in the pitching staff. And I don't think the lineups are are that are that different. So uh, give me the Braves here. All right. And Parley Kid, another one. Clean sweep out of the D3. For yeah. The Braves. Look, it's almost impossible for me to root for the Astros anyway. The mm. only way I would root for them is if I had a lot of money on them. So let's go with the Braves at plus 125 to win the series. So the Braves, since the trade deadline, have been one of the best teams in baseball anyway. Um, mm. But they're, at a, they're winning baseball at a... Uh, at least in the regular season. It's was the that Mets' a, fault. It's the Mets' fault. They had like probably one or two bigger lead on the Braves well, the, by the trade deadline. They're, they're sellers, the Braves. Yeah. Braves well, the Braves didn't get above 500 man. until after the trade deadline. I know. Uh, August, you know yeah. They've played uh, over, you know, almost 66% winning ball. They're winning two, you know, two out of every three games from yeah. the trade deadline to the end of the season. So they've been one of the best teams. Uh, Morton, Freed, Anderson, I'll take them over the Astros staff. These guys have a higher ceiling to dominate games compared to the Astros staff, uh, with especially without McCullers, Freeman, Riley, Alves, Rosario, Swanson. You know, what I like about this Braves team, Sal, Freeman, Riley, Swanson, Alves, all played 156 games or more this year. Oh. They played. They play baseball. I watch the Yankees. They give guys days off day after day. These Braves like to play. They want to win. It's their time. They've played great baseball since August. They're rolling. Let's go with the Braves. There's, you know, something, good. I, I, There's something good there. America's team right now. For the next two so weeks, funny. they are America's team. Oh, you sound like Clay Travis now. All right, but here's the thing. I will uh, – oh, no, he called the Titans America's team. Even more foolish statement. Uh, I will say this, Parley Kid. I, when did it switch for you? Because there was a year – now, your older brother, John, is a big yes. Mets guy, big National League guy. You never would have rooted or picked Interleague. The League Interleague just messed it up, Sal. Is that you know, what it was? Since Interleague – You, you might have had ju- trouble in 86 rooting for the Red Sox, but I, I can't imagine you would ever root for the you, National right, League team. Ever. Growing up, John and I would argue about not just yeah. you know who was better, the Yankees or the Mets. And we always knew it was really the Yankees. It was never really a comparison. But we'd argue, <laughs> well, the Yankees are in a better division. The Mets are in a better division, whatever it right. was. Paul O'Neill, he didn't I, do not anything in the National League. Look what he did when he went to the right. Yankees. I, I, right, I, but, I but interleague all these is, arguments memorized. You, because yeah. that's when it, Sal, that's when it was just, you played in the American League of National League. So when you had a player go from like the NL to the AL, and he lit it up mm-hmm. in the AL, which was much more common back at that time, to go from the AL and light it up in the NL. At right. least I like to think it was. But That's we would do that. Was. Now, since interleague, it doesn't matter. The Astros are, are a National League team anyway, Sal. Happen to be yeah. renting space in the American League. I guess so. I guess so. That's a way to look at it. All right, let's go MVP now. Now, this is an interesting one here. Fandle, hit it up. Fandle.com slash against all odds. Jose Altuve, I told you. Batting 200. Is he batting 200 for the playoffs, Harry? I know even yeah, less in the 200. Red Sox series. He's still favored to win the MVP. Now, this is a World Series award, right? This isn't playoffs. Right. Although when I looked this up, who won the last 10 or whatever, it all had all the everybody's playoff stat. It was very weird. But um, eight out of the ten last uh, 10 years, it's been a position player. It hasn't been a pitcher. Um, I need it to be. I, I got screwed one year, right, with the Strasburg. Th- I, I, who was it? Brian, you remember. I, I got screwed hard that year. But uh, you always see how they're like, it, it's a big moment. It's, you know, when you bet these and, if, whether it's NCAA uh, championship and you're good for the MVP, you look for the positioning where they're standing in the background, uh, you know, versus Joe Buck. And like, you really try to 
finagle, but Altuve 10 to one, Brantley 10 to one, Bregman 10 to one. So those are, and Alvarez 10 to one. Yeah. Those are your favorites. Freeman 11 to one, Correa 12, Max Fried 14 to one. So then you got the pitchers uh, going starting there. I'm going Yuli Gurriel 27 to one. 27 to one. World Series career, 14 games, is batting 500 with runs in scoring position, eight extra base hits. Against the Red Sox, batted 455 in the playoffs, 520 on base percentage, six RBIs. Why is this guy 27 to 1? I'll bet a brave or two in that. I don't care. But you're, you're at 27 to 1. Why the hell wouldn't I take that? That's my uh, MVP pick. Harry, what do you like? I'll go Braves. Eddie Rosario at 17 to 1. He's batting 474 in the playoffs. Hit the line drive home run to put Atlanta in the World Series against Los Angeles. And red hot in the playoffs, 18 hits in the playoffs. He's got a hit, at least one hit in every single playoff game. He was 14 of 25 in the series against the Dodgers. Unsung hero, Eddie Rosario for MVP, 17 to 1. Great value. Now there's a whole thing, and we're all gonna we're all gonna pull up stats about these guys, ALCS and NLCS stats. I was reading something about these guys that do well. I, I don't know what the metric was, but they have MVPs for the ALCS and NLCS, did they? I think yeah. they did. Rosario, right? Yeah, they yeah. Did, right? Rosario, right. Rosario won it. Right, Rosario, right. So those guys, they, they go on to play subpar ball in the World Series. Oh, like 28 out of 31 yeah. went down considerably. Uh, Daniel Murphy, first that jumps in my head, you know, 2015 yeah, but- from the Cubs to the Royals, um, that series. But all right, so let's keep it going. You have Rosario. I, of course, um, cited Uriel's um, stats. Brother Bry, who you like? Yeah, it's funny because I was looking that up too because I was wondering if that was the case. I do think uh, Seager won the the right. L, um, LCS uh, MVP and the World Series MVP. So, He's the uh, anomaly, I think. Right. It's one of the, one of the anomalies. But yeah, I'm going to go with Albies at twenty to one. I thought those numbers were pretty high. You know, you got to like the the Braves three headed monster right between Albies, Freeman, and Riley. And again, you know, there are plenty of other guys in this lineup. But the thing was, Albies. Hasn't even hit for power at all. It doesn't have a home run in the playoffs. And yet you still see his impact on the field, right? He scored Mm -hmm. a run in seven straight games. He has a hit in nine straight. Uh, He can beat you in many different ways. And I think it's only a matter of time where he goes off and has a couple big, you know, big home runs here. So I I just like that, those 20 to one odds there. Yeah, I might take a few of them. And rather than sit through five hours of the games and biting my hands off, you know, right? Like by, if you take four of these guys in 20 range, 25, probably one of them still alive by by game four, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe my math isn't right. Probably kid playing a little bit safer with Freddie Freeman. Yeah, I'm gonna take Freddie. I mean, he's, you know, he's 11 to one plus 1100 here to uh, take home the MVP. Uh, I think he's the Braves' best player. Uh, he had a 444 on base percentage in the uh, NLCS. Uh, and yet he hasn't really heated up yet in these playoffs. So he's been solid and consistent. But I think he's, like Brian was saying with Albies, I think Freeman's due to go on a little bit of a, a run here uh, for the Braves. And what I like about Freeman is he hits everybody. Lefties, righties, good pitching, mm-hmm. bad pitching. It doesn't really matter. He's got this one of the sweetest swings in the game. He's super consistent. And at 11 to 1, uh, I know he's not, uh, it's not the value you guys gave out, but I think that's still pretty good value for maybe the best, the Braves' number one hitter in that lineup. Yeah. And he, he walks a lot, which is big in today's game. Um, you know, again, his on base percentage is going to be high. I think he adds a few homers in this series. I think he's going to get hot power wise a little bit. Um, I'd love to see the guy win it, too. He's a great guy. Seems like a great person. And uh, I think oh, the voters wow. will like him. They like him, too. So I think uh, right. if it's close, he's going to get some swing votes. There you go. All right. So I go Uriel, uh, Harry Rosario, Brian Albies, and Parley Kid Freeman. We'll put these out on a graphic. We'll put them on the Extra Points Pod social channel of all our picks there. Uh, we have Saratiana, brave super fan, coming up in a minute. All right, let's do Sharp Tank. We passed on this yesterday. Your best bets, guys, for Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, you know what, Harry? We went back and forth. We're going to give you a break here. We're giving you a leave of absence with the emoji heads. feel like you're having a little bit of a mental breakdown. Get you into gambling <laughs> detox. Uh, by the way, what was your pick anyway? It was like a hockey game, an over-under and a hockey well, game. Well, I was going to give my hockey. Well, I was going to ho- give my hockey play of the year, but, you know. 
I'm glad you think it's a joke. You're losing everybody money. You're losing credibility. We got to give you a little break here. Yeah, this is not a suspension. It was. It's not a suspension, right? It's just like. I don't know. I, you know just, what? I need a up. break. I do Cousin need a break. Sal, it's a m- mental health day. That's right. It's a mental health day. <laughs> Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Hit us up. What do you think Harry's um, punishment, if any, should be? I mean, he picked two games of the year in a matter of seven days. He lost both of them by like four touchdowns combined. And now he's he's, he's just taking the, the sport of gambling. He's just not taking it serious enough, I don't think. Emoji. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's why I went with the emoji head and uh, went against what I really thought in the game for today's pick in my video, because I'm taking it too seriously. I got too many good stats and they go against me. So I'm going against it. I'm All going, right. you know, well, I don't know. You'll still do extra points pick. Maybe Harry will be um, kind enough to give out his. Well, uh, his I'll over use this under in a game that doesn't have a line right now. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you were going to do. With I'll that. use this for Wednesday. This pick will be when this will be Wednesday's uh, extra points pick. There you go. OK, so. Keep him up. Uh, note that um, uh, Mikey Meatballs that how we're going to say suspended in the graphic, the Sharp Tank graphic that goes out today. But Brother Bry is not suspended. He's going strong. You guys are big on the, the basketball. I'm, I'm not. I've, I've watched parts of games. I haven't watched a full game. I, I know I, the closest I was with that was that Nick Celtics game. I got to get it back into it during the week. You like the Warriors tonight, Bry. Yeah, I like the Warriors minus nine. I was looking at that Knicks game, but, you know, you, you don't even know. with Is Embiid playing? Is he not playing? Maybe he's not playing. Um, but I know Gilgis Alexander was out for most of last year, right? But the Warriors beat mm-hmm. the Thunder last year by an average of 33 points per game, and that was in three games. This Thunder team has gotten blown out in all three games so far, including a 33-point loss to the Rockets. Uh, the Warriors are playing well. They're 8-1 and one against the spread in their last nine regular season games. Um, give me a blowout win for the Warriors here to cover the nine. All right. I like that. And by the way, you cannot, you cannot look me in the eye and say that Steph Curry isn't the MVP right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is my thing. That's my new thing. Every three days. I did it with uh, Giannis after the first game with the extra points guys. I think I pivoted to Kevin Durant. Every three days, I'm going to make a a ridiculous claim like that. uh, But I do have Curry to win MVP. All right, Parley Kid. Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. Yeah, Sal, look, um, I hit this prop a lot last year with R.J. Barrett. Uh, Mm -hmm. Barrett, I think by all accounts, and I think he'd admit it too, with exception of the uh, second half in the Celtics game, game one, and maybe into overtime, was the only time he's played good basketball so far this year. Uh, Last year, uh, he was averaging about 17 points a game. He's he's well off that clip right now. He's had some Mm -hmm. bad games. We're only looking at basically over 14 and a half points at minus 108 right now uh, from to go over. He's due for a big game. These guys don't go long stretches without playing good basketball, having a hot game. Barrett's due to go over this 14 and a half against the Sixers team tonight. I think this is pr- pretty good value, and I, I really like this bet. I'm going to have uh, be hammering it tonight uh, myself. Uh, and so I'm also coming off a sharp tank win of Vittori. Um, Marvin oh, right. Vittori, uh, plus 200 to win by decision. Easy money. Saturday Easy money early, the other man. night. Another five-round nice. fight. Bam. I'm Harry, this, is, this, this little layoff might do you good. Since I was suspended, my sharp mm, tank right. record has been phenomenal. This might be the best thing. Just, mine lasted a lot more than yours is going to last, so. I feel and for you, you right now, Harry. A, you did it without an emoji hat? Like, how, how are you able to put it all together? I can't believe Parley, it. Parley Kid's definitely on the, probably the best run he's been on. I feel like oh, just, just just overall for the last. Yeah, I've been very solid. Very solid. The oh, only finally thing I got. That, month. Finally, yeah, that extra points hat is uh, doing something. This is it. Extra points. The only thing I got wrong That's last it. night was Winston over one and a half touchdown passes. And he, I yeah. thought he was going to get it late. I thought he was going to get one late. He was throwing. and I know, thought someone would score in that second half. I don't know what the hell happened. Oh, that was, that was really, really, really weird to, to watch. Barrett. Uh, bad game. All right. Well, well, you know what? I was leaning, Parlay kid. I was leaning towards the Warriors pick because I feel like this R.J. Barrett thing, he has like eight with two and a half minutes left, and you're on with Jerry Ferrara, and you're on with the, the brother Bry, and you guys, what the hell's going on with this line? What's Tibbs doing? But I'll go with you. You're, you're, you've been red hot, right? R.J. Barrett, over 14 and a half points. Sal, Let's look, do it. I'm telling you. <laughs> the, the, okay. Look, Barrett, and this is year three for Barrett. 
This was supposed to be his breakout season coming off the year where he was averaging 17 and a half points. So this is his break, and he's not doing it. Game four now. It's time to step up. The garden's going to be loud again. Barrett gets it done. Man, he, he might get this over by the first half. Wow. Okay. All right, that's baseball. Hey, guys, the college football season's in full swing, and you can make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, all customers get a $10 parlay bet bonus. Just place a $20 parlay bet and get a $10 bonus. Win or lose. College football, it's heating up. Lots of undefeated teams. Got Michigan, Michigan State this week. Good, good, good stuff out there. Easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Have your friends do it. My friends love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook, which is America's number one sportsbook. Fast withdrawals when you win. You can get your winnings in as little as two hours. FanDuel is now live in Connecticut. Yes, sign up today with promo code Against All Odds, and you can receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code Against All Odds, so they know we sent you. Connecticut, baby. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step. Two five three three four two in Arizona one eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut one eight hundred gambler or visit fanduel.com slash rg in Colorado Iowa Illinois Indiana New Jersey Pennsylvania Virginia one eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help in Michigan and the Tennessee Red Lines one eight hundred eight eight nine nine seven eight nine West Virginia visit one eight hundred gambler dot net. All right, it's time to talk candy. Coach Mike Leach, he was interviewed, and hats off to the interviewer. Enough of the what did your team do right, what did your team do wrong. Um, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach gets on there, and he says he'll never give Candy Corn a second chance. I think we have an audio clip of that. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate Candy Corn. What's your uh, favorite Halloween candy? Candy Corn. I mean, I completely hate Candy Corn. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the, uh, you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. With the gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. All right, I love it. It's true. It's honest. It's different. Um, and it's it's accurate. It's accurate. So I thought we'd put together our list of most or not list. We're just going to be in conversation here. Most overrated and underrated candy. And I'm with I'm with coach there. Candy corn shouldn't even be a thing. It's sugared wax with fall colors like whoever even put this on the market. Why would anybody want to try this? This is disgusting. That is my. Most overrated candy. Parlay Kid, go ahead, jump in there. <laughs> Most overrated. So, well, I was thinking about this before. Like, has your kid bought like an apple home? And remember, we used to get apples and stuff like that. Oh, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Raisins, we, raisins were big, I, apples. Oh, gosh. I, I swear, I think people used to put like, uh, you know, nickels and dimes into some apples too sometimes. It was like a weird oh, yeah. thing growing up. Well, Unless the razor was, blades was the one. Uh, I mean, was more too. urban legend, but yeah, yeah, it was more of an urban that. legend. But cheap, seriously, I remember cheapos people in Long Island, like nickels mm-hmm. and dimes into the apple. I can't mm-hmm. believe that. So, most overrated candy. Well, there's some bad Halloween candy. Um, yeah. I'm not, so I'm, I don't think I'm not going to use this as my most overrated. But the things that like when you still see like milk duds available, like stuff like that, to me, yeah, I just. That's that's a throwaway candy. Candy now and later's good and plenties and stuff like that. Terrible type of candy. Um, I I'm gonna just say probably the most overrated. You know I don't know how much it's for Halloween candy, but probably candy in general. I guess kids get it. Skittles to me. Skittles get oh. the thumbs down. Skittles oh. get my thumbs down. It's time out. The whole taste of <laughs> rainbow garbage. Or whatever it is, <laughs> um, the commercials with the 
the, the they used to put out with the kids having Skittles on their face, the All Skittles right. pox. I just oh. disgusting. Um, yeah, it's not. It's just. I, I guess it's not chocolate. Give me any type of chocolate except milk duds. But yes, Skittles, Skittles most overrated. Most overrated. Might be something else going on there. The parlay kid doesn't want to catch the rainbow. Marshawn Lynch would not be happy with the parlay kid right now. Our brother Brian, most <laughs> overrated. Yeah, it's funny. I yeah, I give uh, my daughter asked for Skittles before she plays basketball. Oh, so, although I I can kind of I, I see what parlay kid's saying with some of the candy candy, it's hard to eat. You know, so I'll go. You know, I don't know. I guess the question is what's considered overrated, what's considered underrated. Uh, yeah. Some candy that I hate is anything like toffee related. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't stand, but I will say like. Butterfingers to me. Uh, I'm just never. I don't know. Is that considered an uh, overrated candy? I mean, yes. I just like that. I just yes. like that. anything anyone says. Harry's shaking his head. Like there, there, there's no such I, thing I, as I an agree overrated with Bri- candy. I, for I agree. I agree with Brian on Harry shakes his hand. It shakes his head. It doesn't matter if he agrees or doesn't. It's good doesn't exercise. Right? <laughs> All right. So what do you what do you say? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm saying Butterfingers is overrated to me. I mean, I'm never yeah. gonna. I'm never gonna. You know, if I get the if if. If my kids ever get them in their Halloween bags, I'm definitely that's one of the candies I'm I'm not toss eating. Toss it aside. Ta- right. Toss it aside. Yeah. Bart Simpson uh popularized it and now we're stuck with it. All right, Harry, you have um I know this is tough for you. What did you give away on Halloween as a kid? What did your family give away? I mean, I can't even imagine Halloween at your house. Your brother must have just gone through everything before uh, by October first. Like what happened? Of course. Oh yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But listen, uh overrated overrated yeah uh listen believe it or not i know you wouldn't think so but uh i didn't have a snickers until i was li- like five years ago swear to god. <laughs> swear to god like i've never had a big mac i've never had a whopper and i never oh. had a snickers swear to god wait uh, you've, had, and, uh, you've had a whopper since though i feel like too right no never no you still never, have never no. had a whopper never had a whopper you're no. too you're too good you gotta for, try it you're too good for that yeah, yeah, please yeah. stop so, with this crazy diet, Harry. Have a whopper. So Come Snickers, on. no good. That the the peanut, the not 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 that great. Now, uh, um, my favorite candy bar, definitely yeah. with the cookie crisp, is is the uh, is the Twix. Underrated, very underrated. Yeah. Oh, no, delicious. Go the you get the you get that tip. But I, but I will say, Mike Leach's uh, Mike Leach's um uh speech was tremendous. It was fantastic. Tremendous. And I and it's listen, crazy. I. And I think it, it, the nerd clusters are good. Like he says, if you listen to deep into the uh, his conversation, nerd clusters oh. are very good. Mm. But Darren, I'm sorry, but listen, Skittles are delicious. But more than they're just regular. Let me, if you're talking regular Skittles, maybe so, Darren. But the sour Skittles, nothing ah, beats sour, sour Skittles. They are tremendous. I can <laughs> pound them. They're the best. Doesn't Harry nerds get nerds. like Skittles in his shakes or is that nerds? What, what kind of shakes do you have? Nerds at, at Sonic. We get, we get yeah, we're the, asking. The nerd, but that, that is something too. You get the, you get the slushy, and you can get nerds in your drink at Sonic, and it is tremendous. I think we're asking the wrong slob here. I really do. All right, I'm real quick because uh, Saratiana is in the waiting room. I'm going uh, favorite, most underrated. Well, I'm a coconut guy, so you have to appreciate the simplicity. Shut up of mounds, shredded, sweetened coconut, dark chocolate. Almond Joy, if you don't like dark chocolate, whole almonds, robed in milk chocolate, beautiful round mounds, and Almond Joy. Parley Kid, real quick. Most underrated, so I got two for you. Take five bars of super underrated chocolate caramel pretzel. Great underrated bar. And so I'm a peppermint patty guy. I do like the peppermint patties. Not bad. I like, I like, I think, uh, I think they're a little underrated, but those two. Take five peppermint patties. Love them both. All right. Bri? Yeah, underrated. I, like, I like those. Yeah, our Twi- again, Twix, not really underrated, although that's one of my favorites. Twix and peanut butter cups right. are the top two. Um, although I will say, I haven't had it in a while. I always love the Rolo. I don't know. I don't know why. I lo- <laughs> you could I, roll a Rolo <laughs> to your pal. I love it's pretty Rolo. good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to say something that uh, about, we should bring uh, Sarah in. Let's bring her in right now, by the way. It's enough. It's enough uh, candy talk. We'll ask her. All right, let's bring her in here. Georgia is always on her mind, especially when she's betting on its sports team. She still actually has a Chipper Jones fathead on her bedroom ceiling. One of our favorites, Sarah Tiana. What is going on? <laughs> not my Chipper Jones fathead, thank you. <laughs> no, it's not. He definitely has a fathead, but it's not on my ceiling, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I w- we'll get to the Braves and all that stuff in a second, but we're having a candy debate here. Real quick, oh. most underrated, 
most overrated candy? Underrated candy. Um, I think Neckos are pretty underrated. The chocolate ones I like. If they're, if they're rated at all, they're not underrated. Neckos, really? Yeah, like they're pink, like wintergreen, you know. Isn't um, that the shit? Like they give that away at church, right? <laughs> Isn't that what's going on? The yellow all one right. is good. The yellow one's good. <laughs> the right. yellow one. The <laughs> yellow Necco. Okay, the yellow Necco is underrated. No argument here. All right, what's, mm-hmm. what's overrated? Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Sour they're not sour day. enough. Oh, they're not mm. sour enough. No. She's right. She's right. Yeah. Remember, they used to have like warheads, and then they used to have these things called shock tarts, which I thought were way better. They were like really? a sour spree, and they they did the, they got the job done. So that's the most sour. All right. So I don't know what you'll be eating tonight and throughout the series. What is <laughs> what's going on? What's the vibes in the Tiana house right now? Are you nervous? Excited? Confident for this Braves team? I'm pretty nervous, but I'm also like not as nervous as I was with the Dodgers because now it just kind of feels like we're playing with house money. So I'm just right. happy to get over the Dodgers hump. And like mm-hmm. anything that happens from here, I'll just be so excited that we at least got to the World Series. That Freddie Freeman got to play in a World Series. You know, obviously I want to win. I'm not saying I don't want to win. I definitely think we can win. Mm-hmm. I think we have the team. This is the best team that we have had in a really long time. I thought the team at the beginning of the season was the one. And it's so crazy how different it is from the beginning of the season. When Acuna went down, I think like everybody else, I was like, it's okay. It's not our year. It's not our year. It's okay. I won't even feel right winning without him. And now I'm like, see ya. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's it's weird because you you say it's all gravy from here, but you kind of had that when Acuna went down. It's like, all right, it's all gravy, whatever we can do. And then you beat the Mm -hmm. Dodgers. Like, all right, same thing. Not that you're going to root any, any, not as hard or fervent. Did your... Son Cage, I think he's only about two, but does he know this is pretty much make or break for the upcoming holidays for him? Does he realize the importance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he knows how frustrated we are. He can see it. He gets very <laughs> upset, you know, because his dad's a Red Sox fan. Right. So there's been a lot of baseball on TV. There's been a lot of anxiety in the, in the house. So everybody's feeling it here. Uh, and I've been really superstitious about it. Like, I, you know, the Braves lost 12 out of 13 games in Dodger Stadium this uh, the last three years. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've been there for 11 of those. So wow. I refused to go to the games during the playoffs because I just didn't want to be. I would never forgive myself if I went and they lost. Good I would move. think. It was because of me. And people were like, they did not. And I'm like, I have the receipts. I've kept score. I have all the receipts. I can show you exactly who is pitching and when. Um, so it was really hard too, because uh, game five, those tickets were so cheap. Like Dodgers fans just completely bailed. Right. I mean, I paid $600 to sit next to the dugout during the season. And during on game five, I would have paid 150 Interesting. So you purposely stayed away because you knew you were bad luck. Like, I really hope your team appreciates what you've done for them. Like, I feel like (laughs) you you deserve more than the stupid fan who is going to become a crypto billionaire now because he was accidentally handed Tom Brady's ball. Like, I think the Braves should reimburse you or something, at least acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I I hope, you know, the hardest part about being an Atlanta sports fan is like, I feel like they know they don't have to win because we'll still be fans next year. I'm sure it's what like, um, you know, like being a Mets fan or being a Knicks fan feels like it's like, right. no matter how much your team hurts you. So, de- you know, like you, they know you're coming back, you know, right. which is why I think it took the Cubs so long to win a world series. You know, it's like, well, mm. you know, that we're still going to sell all our, all our season tickets. That's right. Um, so when Bill Plasky was writing all that bullshit about Atlanta fans sucking, it's like kind of hacky because we did that one year and it was like, I think you're number 12 in a row that we had made the playoffs and then mm-hmm. not advanced. And so it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I can't afford playoff tickets every year. And I'm certainly not going to go until we make the world. See- if I'm going to spend all this money, we're not Dodgers fans. We're not rich. If I'm going to spend all this money to go to a playoff game. Like, I'm going to make sure it's the one I want to go to, which is the last one. Right. So exactly. Anyway, yeah. I think it's, it's very difficult to be a fan, but I, you know, I'll always be one. I don't well, care what they do to me. You know, what's also difficult um, explaining what? to people, Jock Peterson and this whole pearl necklace. Thing. <laughs> what the, who wears pearl like, like Jewish grandmas and 
and uh, Harry Styles. Who wears pearl necklaces? What's going on with this? That's what's so great. He was also walking around with a glass of red wine uh, after right. they clenched. I don't know if you saw that. And <laughs> yes, he was just holding it by the stem. Uh, you know, so when Jock came in in the middle of the season after Cooney went down, everybody has heard these stories about Anthopolis just like not conceding. But he went out and got Solaire. He got Rosario, who was hurt, who we wouldn't have for another uh, month and a half. You know, he got Jock. Uh, and, um, he got one more person and, but, uh, it was just like, um, apparently Jock has like completely turned the clubhouse around. Like he's Mm -hmm. the reason that everyone is always funny, always in good spirits, always high. And I think, I don't know if you've noticed, but the Braves are uh, very chain heavy. Uh, Mm -hmm. everybody on the team wears lots of chains. They're very visible. There's two or three on them at once. You know, so I think that was just Jock kind of like trying to be like, gotcha. hey, I'm wearing, I'm, I got jewelry too. And like making everyone laugh and like keeping spirits high. He's that's been his big dude. role. I spoke to him for about 10 minutes and he didn't need to talk to me for nine and a half of them. I don't know. I was really like uh, really good. There. I met him at Dodger Stadium, but uh, oh, yeah, nice. great, great uh, clubhouse guy. I could definitely figure that. All right. So now you're going to be watching these games. Do you have any superstitions when you're watching them? No, I mean, I, I, uh, not anymore, like not normally just against the Dodgers. I have a lot, which is yeah. like, I kind of like half watched the game. I'm actually going to Houston tomorrow. Oh, you are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm flying my sister in to meet me. It was just too difficult. Logistically Atlanta is a nightmare right now mm-hmm. to try to get anything there. So I was like, my better option is to go halfway and go to Houston. So I'm flying my sister to Houston tomorrow. We're meeting up and going to the game. So, That's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So you're not going to be a jinx. You're, you're past no. the Dodgers. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Well, I am wearing the shirt. I'm wearing, I, I'm wearing my Hank Aaron shirts right mm-hmm. now. Um, that I was wearing, this is, uh, what I was wearing when they clinched. So mm-hmm. I'll be wearing this shirt underneath, uh, all of my other, uh, pair, you know, Braves paraphernalia. Yeah. Um, so that's really the only superstition. I really feel like this world series is like, the spirit of Hank Aaron. I just kept thinking like, you know, yeah. him and Dusty Baker played together at, for the Braves. Dusty didn't want to play with the Braves, but Hank Aaron convinced him to play. He didn't want to come to Atlanta during civil rights, which is obviously, you know, understandable. Right. And, you know, when Hank hit his home run, Dusty Baker was on deck. And he always talks about that moment about how, you know, <laughs> Hank does the curtain call, everyone's going nuts. And then everyone left. And right. Dusty's like, and I hit a double and no one even noticed. That's funny. <laughs> you know? And so it just kind of feels like the spirit of Hank Aaron is upon us in, in, in a really, which, which is, says a lot because we be, beat Milwaukee to get here. We beat his former team, the Dodgers to get here. And now here he is facing his best friend in the world series. Right. So it kind of feels like our year just because of Hank. And by the way, that home run, was against the Dodgers, right? You weren't at that game, right? I was not at that game. You would have jinxed that. He would have still been trying to break the record, Babe Ruth's record. Yeah. (laughs) Tom House caught it in the bullpen. Uh, That's a good one. Who was your uh, Harry, the the colossal coyote in the middle there? He was a Braves fan growing up. He switched (laughs) allegiances, I think, since he moved to Arizona. He was a Dale Murphy guy. Who was Mm -hmm. your guy growing up? Oh, yeah. Dale Murphy was my guy growing up. You know, he threw out the first pitch, I think, in game two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting on up there. He's a fun follow, but, uh, yeah, Dale Murphy was always my guy. I also really liked Bruce Benedict, but that's just because he was our catcher. I just like yeah. the way he was introduced. <laughs> eggs, baby eggs. <laughs> yeah. It was like the announcer would go, Bruce, but you know, and when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. Like he was not great. But... <laughs> I know. You look at and then stats. I also really liked Mark Lemke who always just felt like this guy that where you're like, do you play like if somebody if you told somebody he played baseball people would be like no you don't what do you really right. do like what kind of insurance <laughs> do you sell so yeah you had some weird names bruce benedict mark lemke right even jeff your blouser jeff <laughs> like, blouser's good yeah. yeah now even your manager brian snitker like you really yeah. um people pe- put people out trying to pronounce some of them <laughs> and I his son a- is a coach on the astros so it's going to be a really cool right. series just because of that yeah all right, here's what I'm going to do, Sarah, because I know everyone's got to get out of here. I'm going to give you a $50 free bet. I will put $50 on a player to win MVP uh, oh. for you in your name. 
but uh, and you'll get to pick it, but it has to be an Astro. No, it could be a Brave. You want. <laughs> yeah, for to be MVP of the World Series. MVP of the World Series. Hmm. Do you want to see the? Uh, you want to know some of the odds first, or uh, well, why don't you just say the name? No. And I'll, uh, I'll, okay. I think uh, I'm going to say Solaire. Okay, Solaire. There you go. I think he's coming off of COVID and I think he's anxious. And he, and they showed a video of him uh, taking BP in uh, the stadium last night. And he, and he hit one to the, almost hit one out of the window. Nice. All yeah. right. So here's what happens. Jorge Soler is 33 to one odd. So if you oh. hit on this, I will be Venmoing. You have Venmo? You do, right? Yeah. $1,650 if he's MVP. <laughs> That pays for one of the tickets I yes, bought. Yes, so exactly. I was just going to say, you could buy, you know how many Necos you could buy and just filter out the yellows there? <laughs> All right, Sarah, thanks for coming on. You have anything to, uh, to promote? You going out? You guys, uh, aside from being in, in Houston, you'll be performing? Uh, no. Oh, no, I'm not going to be performing. I do have a podcast that I'm producing called uh, Rick Ingram Talks to Strangers, where uh, Rick, who's like a, a crowd work comic, he interviews just people from Twitter and Instagram that I find that mm -hmm. are not famous. And awesome. he basically does crowd work with them. And then I come in at the end and ask follow-up questions. We recorded at the comedy store. So it's a really fun and anybody nice. can be on it. Anybody listening, you can just DM Ingram pod on Twitter, or Instagram, and you can be a guest. Excellent. Rick mm -hmm. Ingram talks to strangers. Do you get, does mm -hmm. Don Bar does Don Barrison interfere with your recordings or is he? Uh, uh, probably, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't matter if he's not there, even <laughs> by him being in the building, you're like, <laughs> right. You're you have just to do it at 2.30 in the morning when you know uh -huh. you're on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sarah, good luck to you and the Braves and Thanks. Jorge Soler. 1650 <laughs> bucks. That'll be good. All right. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Go Braves. Bye. Go Braves. Go Braves. Right. Go Braves. <laughs> All right, she's great. Wow, now I, I see the problem is I already bet the Astros. I put in a lot of. She's money. a real now Braves everybody's fan, Harry. She really is, Harry. Yeah, I believe them. Very what impressive. Did, what happened once David Justice left and Harry just jumped off the Braves? Is that what happened? Yeah, it was right around when, then, when, right? when he went when, to the Yankees. Was it, that was it. When, when he when he hit, when he gave it when it, if not for him he Yankees wouldn't have won in I think ninety eight right Darren the one for David was Justice it ninety eight was it ninety eight two thousand ninety eight was Padres. Uh, night, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, what? Wait, what are you saying? What? Yeah, they wouldn't, they would, Yankees Padres didn't win the World Series in '98. No, they got swept by the yeah, they got swept by the Yankees. That was, so but what they wouldn't saying? have made it there if it wasn't oh. for David Justice. Oh, I see. The series before. Babyface, you're saying 2000? Yeah, and then there was the uh, ALCS. Yeah, it was 2000. Yeah, in '98, the Yankees dominate. That was a dominant. Uh, All right. We learned a lot. I don't know. I don't know what happened, actually. I don't, baseball just, uh, huh? boring. It's okay. <laughs> You're suspended from Sharp Tank. You have a lot of time to yourself. You could maybe pick another team if you Love want. It. There you go. Uh, I wanted to go over fat Harry hockey names. There were a lot of, uh, a lot of submissions there. <laughs> the cousin Sal against the odds at gmail.com. But we'll do that there's another more? time. There's more? Of course uh, there's more. Yeah. Never People can't get that. enough of this. There you go. Uh, so there you good. go. Um, so for the degenerate trifecta, <laughs> baby face, Joel Solomon, spaghetti and meatballs. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. No.